Hello everyone and welcome back to another Legacy cast. Yes, we are back again and you're probably wondering by the title of this, we're not going to be talking about a specific movie, we're going to be talking about film news this week. I think that's what we're going to be kind of be shifting to for a lot of things lately. Anyways, um, before we begin, we would like everyone to know that here at the Legacy cast we are all idiots and these takes on this are our opinions and for this episode it'll be news so it'll be the opinions of the news people to give us the information but that does not excuse us from scrutiny if we get something wrong please email me at jacobj123 at comcast.net or comment on the channel video at fastfireguy123 and it'll be the same title as the podcasting site uh, sorry i had to get a drink anyways so we're going to be talking about some different um news things that have either just come out or people have been talking about and let's get into it so um apparently uh the dark knight rises uh there was a deleted scene that would have earned the movie an nc-17 rating due to a per due to a gruesome death which the scene was cut uh that specific scene was uh, appears that gotham's deputy police commissioner peter foley played by matthew modine almost met a very brutal end as fans of the film will recall the character was killed off in a gun battle against bane's forces but as modine has revealed the original death scenario was much different and much more gruesome he was originally planned to be killed by Dahlia Al Ghul's Tumblr, the death scene was so brutal that if no one would have kept it in the final cut, it would have received the NC-17 rating, meaning uh, it, it, that's really bad. Uh, rated R movies don't do really well in the theaters. And... Essentially, it was... Essentially what it looked like. Uh, like it was... Ooh. So apparently after Bane dies and Batman Chris Bale gets stabbed, Talia gets in one of those vehicles. She starts driving away and I'm shooting at her. I got run over. All it does is it just cuts. I'm on the ground dead, but it was so violent. The guy that was doubling me got hit by the car. They had put plexiglass thing in front of the car and he got hit. They had ropes to pull him up into the air, but he went up and they dropped him and from 15 feet and the sound of his body hitting the cobblestone street in the streets of New York strange it was sickening and I remember I looked at Christopher Nolan when we shot it and his face was white he was like okay let's let's go to something else we got that but it was like oh my god is that guy going to get up is he okay Nolan said that if he would have put it in the movie he would have gotten NC-17 rating because it was just so violent so like which it's known as the kiss of death for films in America as it allows fewer options for distribution and but it just nc-17 is worse than getting a rated r rating rating r movies just do, don't do well and so getting nc-17 that movie would not have done nearly as well as it did in theaters all right let's get into so, staying on to the R rating, apparently Suicide Squads 2 is heavily R rated according to Trudel Kimmon. 
Kinnaman. Um, James Gunn's ah James Gunn's I forgot James Gunn was directing the Suicide Squad. So James Gunn's Suicide Squad is going to be R-rated. Um, basically he said it was going to be very. However, the critical detail he reviewed basically he says it was going to, it's going to be really funny, which. With James Gunn directing it, uh, if you don't know who James Gunn is, he's the person who did the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. And the reason he, the reason Guardians 3 got delayed um, was that there was a sexual abuse scandal. Sexual abuse, sexual assault, I forget which one it was specifically, but effectively it was a scandal that he ran into. And so Disney was like, well, we can't have that around here because Disney's one of those companies that kind of jump on the frontal train, which, yes, I I, which if they, they which it came out later that I believe the sexual abuse was false maybe it was for comments he made I think it was one of the two um but whatever it was it came out that that he was charged with or accused of doing it was false or not as bad as the uh, it originally was and so but James Gunn was like well I'm gonna go work on a new movie and he got picked up by DC to do the new Suicide Squad movie as the first Suicide Squad movie didn't do very well and so I'm very very excited to see it because James Gunn has done amazing things with the Guardians of the Galaxy and he's back for Guardians 3 but that movie's obviously gotten delayed mostly because because of that whole thing with him working on this movie so i think this will probably be if now we'll have to i now will it be rated r at the end of it i don't know it could in the cut it could be reduced to a um you know pg-13 style i Honestly, I think they should keep it rated R. I think it'd be a lot funnier. But I guess we will have to wait and see. But I am excited for it. James Gunn's a very, very, very good director. And he's very, very funny. He knows how to create comedy in movies. So. Um, what's next up? Ah. So speaking on to a another video we've actually already done, uh, Jared Leto is getting ripped for Tron 3 filming. Disney's Tron 3 might be getting closer to production as Jared Leto has begun his training process for the long-awaited sci-fi film. I'm very excited for this movie. I love the Tron series. I hope Tron 3 is going to be really good. Jared Leto, though, not too much of a fan for him as an actor. But we'll see. Um... But he got attached to it in 2017, and in August it was announced that Tron 3 is officially moving ahead with Leto being the main star and Garth Davis being the director. Details about the project are still scarce. As of right now, it still doesn't have a release date. My guess is that 2022-2023 will be the release date for the new Tron movie. Um, so, so now the reason that people are thinking that you know production's going to be happening very soon is because Leto recently took a turn to the social media to share a pre-workout picture and he captioned it starting the Tron workout, which obviously tells people all well, he's preparing for the film. 
Um, so yeah, uh, the article I'm reading uh, was about it. Also said that probably 2022, 2023. It'll be a very interesting date. Um, ah, talking about another series I actually really, really love. Have yet to do a uh, podcast on it yet. But it seems that uh, the, the new Star Trek movie is going to follow new characters rather than following uh, Captain Kirk or Captain Picard. And the, it'll still fe it'll still stay in current canon, but. Hmm. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Hmm. So there's an interview that the director said he was going to focus on new characters while still being connected to the franchise canon. Um, it's a start from scratch that allows us to do what we did with Fargo, where for the first three hours or so you go, oh, it really has nothing to do with the movie, and then you find the money. Ugh, that's that's not good. So you reward the audience with a thing that they love. He also confirmed Star Trek Project is still happening as of now, but it's just been put on hold. The script has been finished, and they have begun hiring designers. Uh, I'm excited because I love the Star Trek universe, but if I'm being completely honest, I'm not exactly thrilled uh, to see it not following people we know on the big screen up. Um, I actually thought the last three movies, the... Uh, two done by Abrams, and then the third one done by a new director. I actually thought all three of those were actually fairly decent, like, modern renditions of Star Trek. It's just, uh... They just didn't do... The first two did well at the box office. The last, Beyond, didn't do as well because people didn't really like, um... The second one, Into Darkness, as much. Uh... I don't know. I would like an modern Picard movie or a Captain Kirk movie. I think it would be interesting. Um, it would... It, that statement that he says uh, it's a start from scratch and allows us to do what we did where the first three hours you go oh, it has really nothing to do with the movie. And then you... So that means you're gonna... Is that... Is that saying, you know, for like the first three hours you're gonna be like, huh... This side plot has nothing to do with the Star Trek universe, and then it's going to connect at the end. You're going to be like, oh, wait, it does. I don't know. That that just doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound rewarding. I'm not too thrilled about that statement. I really hope that's retracted and they do something that's at least somewhat connected to the Star Trek universe. Um, where personally I would like them to go is I would actually like a movie set during the war between um, uh, the Federation and the Klingons. I would love 
to see that or maybe like a future war between the federation and the romulans or maybe a movie going against the borg and modern you know something like that i think i think would be very 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 interesting all right on to the next news story so um fantastic beast 3 has uh, starting filming um fantastic uh currently eddie redamine or redamine uh the star of fantastic beast 3 confirmed that the film has started shooting the film is set to start uh, Redamine, who will rejoin co-stars Johnny Depp, Catherine Watterson, Jude Law, and Ezra Miller. David and uh, David Yates is returning to direct after helming the first two entries. Okay, same director. Uh, J.K. Rowling helped pen the script. A natural addition to the prequel series that is based on her hit Harry Potter franchise. The film has preserved, persevered amidst several controversies involving the cast and Rowling herself, proving the power of the Harry Potter name. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, Harry Potter has one of the strongest fan bases, and Rowling just keeps getting herself into controversies. I remember uh, reading something today about uh, one of the cast members defending one of her like anti-trans statements or whatever, and it just—it's what happens a lot. And I don't want to like say cancel culture, but like when you go out. And you start advocating for the cancellations of other things that people love. Those people are probably going to go around, dig up your own past, dig up your own tweets, or get you, rile you up to say something, or ask you something to catch you off guard. And then that's going to turn, you know, the base that was once with you, and what you were championing for turning against you. And you can see that see that clearly. Uh, happening with Rowling, especially in recent years, where she was championing a lot of stuff for different, you know, right, groups' rights, and I'm not saying that's wrong, but then she, uh, people, you know, some people obviously don't like that, and so what happened was people started looking up with her, and I think either she said some stuff, and people from older, and people actually started bringing that up, or she, uh, people got her riled up, and she said something, uh, Rowling said something, and well, it's been a struggle for her in recent years. Um, so, uh, we still don't know much about the plot. Um, we'll have to wait until November 12th, 2021, just to see what it's got next. But, hopefully it ends up being worth it. Um, I haven't actually watched the Fantastic Beasts series. I want to get into it, but I've heard it's kind of like it's ended up kind of like the hobbit movies where it, it's like the similar situation where it's movies that happened before that explained events that you know were talked about in the original movies in somewhat capacity but they just weren't anywhere close to capturing the scale of the original movie you know original movies i'm not saying the new ones are bad like i'm not saying the hobbit movies are bad or the fantastic beasts movies are bad i'm just saying you know they didn't capture the original spark and therefore weren't as well received and overall they weren't as good as the originals doesn't mean they're bad movies it just means they weren't as good okay uh what is next um 
Ah. So apparently, um, uh, good news for book lovers. Um, if you're a fan of the Kane Chronicles, um, there's a movie series in the works at Netflix. Um, so which is actually not really too surprising. Netflix app getting a book series ready as the Percy Jackson series, if you didn't know, is actually getting a Disney Plus um, set of, I believe, episodes or movies that are intending for a release in 2022, which I'm very, very excited about because um, I love the Percy Jackson books. I grew up ever you know okay come on if you if you're a middle school student or a high school student within the past five ten years you've probably read the percy jackson books they're a decent set of books um i think disney plus doing it it's really it's going to be really interesting i think they could take it down the, like the dark realistic path that the books tried to go like a really really dark set especially as the series went on and the reason i think disney plus can do that is because they kind of did they went down the dark path with uh, Star Wars Season 7, where, you know, it was a darker set of episodes, even compared to the original. And so I'm very, very, very interesting. Uh, Disney's not afraid to go down the dark path. Um, you can see that with the, you know, with how the last couple Marvel movies have had, it. you know, like the Infinity War and Endgame, you know, you saw they had a little bit of a darker story. Um, Mandalorian is a much darker you know, realistic tone. So I think Percy Jackson doing that probably is going to get that. I know I'm getting off traffic topic, but um, yeah. So apparently the King Chronicles are going to be adapted into um a different uh, uh series on Netflix, which will be interesting. Get people to get some Netflix subscriptions up, and it'll, it'll I guarantee you they're probably going to come out at the same time. So that way Netflix doesn't lose subscribers to Disney Plus, and Disney Plus is doing it so they don't lose subscribers to, um, uh, you know, Disney Plus, and Disney Plus is doing it so they don't lose subscribers to Netflix. <clears throat> good, 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 good. All right, what's up next? So, uh, there's a video game movie in development, um, and... Tom Holland is very happy with how it's going up recently. Um, Tom Holland is, and I quote, says that um, the um, Uncharted movie starring Tom Holland as Nathan Drake is everything that he hoped it would be so far. Hollywood has struggled to make good video game movies in the past, but the so-called video game movie curse might be lifted after recent success. After Detective Pikachu and Sonic the Hedgehog, Sony is long hoped their adaptation of Naughty Dog's franchise will be a one one of those who break through. The Uncharted movie has been development for hell of a hell for development hell for a decade, but it's finally moved forward. Uh with the help of Tom Holland. Now that's actually really interesting. Um I actually think Tom Holland would actually make a good Nathan Drake for the physicality just because he he's you know he used to do gymnastics so he's going to be able to do you know it's going to look a little bit more realistic when he does some of the stunts i think that'll be good tom holland is definitely a really really good actor you can see how well he's acted in the spider-man movies and the other movies in marvel so i think he's a very capable actor and i think while he might look a little young for nathan drake i think i think it'll look good 
I think it'll be interesting. And finally, uh, Rise of Skywalker shows Star Wars Old at You would have been a terrible movie. Still would have been better than Rise of Skywalker. Now the reason now the editor for this says that a lot of the elements from the EU, like Palpatine coming back, and you know, it being from cloning, you know, are taken from the extended universe, and look, it's now on the big screen, and now look, it would have made an awful movie. Um I, I, I don't Uh, I, I completely disagree with that. I actually think any a lot of things would have been better than anything in the new trilogy. And the reason for that is, like, look, well, the new trilogy made okay movies. Like, solid movies visually. Okay to bad movies with the story. I think going into the extended universe, expanded universe, or extended universe, would have been much better because you would have actually had things to go off of and guess what that would have given you a plan and with the plan the movies would have been better but no you went in with no plan so guess what if you would have had a plan it would have ended up being better because having a plan is better than having no plan at least it would have made a little bit more cohesive sense yeah that's my take on that anyways that's the end of the news run for today. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening to the Legacy Podcast Film News Edition. Uh, be sure to join us on Wednesday for gaming news and gaming articles that are re uh, gaming discussion. And please uh, join us on Friday for bowling. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching, and I hope to see you guys all in the next Legacy Podcast.